I feel like everybody's right and everybody's wrong. 100%. Why is this important? Why are we even going here? He's helped a lot of guys. He's also not had success with a lot of guys. Come in with a purpose and they're very intentional with what they do and how they do it. From the majors to the sandlot, baseball and softball share space in one place. Welcome to the farm system. Fellas, 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 and the ladies, welcome back to another episode of The Farm. We are back. We even got Tank in the mix. What's up, Tank? What's Tank, going on, Tank's bro? making his appearances. You know, yeah, he's, he's learned a thing or two. He's doing his thing. These are actually his seats. I think he's claimed them now oh, that he, yeah. he sits out here. Well, oh, speaking of that, before we move into the stuff, uh, remember, Tank's come a long ways. I just want to notate this, give him some shine on the pod, right? When we used to do uh, sessions with kids at night, we had to lock him in the office. Uh, yeah. Because he was just a menace. Yeah. He was just running around, like, just couldn't control himself. He was a young pup. Now he's growing into a, he's a man. Yeah, he's you know out of the terrible twos. He's three now. Yeah, you know, so he's, he's got to grow up. Yeah, he's in his teens. So, yeah, he, so he now goes and sleeps on the couches. When I walk out, I know that he's going to be on a couch. Yeah, and the kids so. like him. He, so. Yeah, no, he's been, he's been so. handling his, but yeah, but he used to be barking and uh, running around and being a menace. Now he just, uh. No, he's good. Yeah, he's no, been he's doing his thing. He's, he's grown up. It. He's controlling it. He's getting old. Yeah. You know. Grown up, young buck. Come a long way. Absolutely. Um, so uh, one of the things we've been talking about it for the last couple of days uh, that we were going to dive into. Um, so just the other day, actually, let me, why don't I let you introduce because, you know, it's close to home. Yeah. So I'll let you I'll let you introduce. Yeah, so close to home as in uh, uh, I've been following the Cardinals as a fan my whole life uh, since I was five, six, as far as I can even remember back. And so uh, we had a guy that started up this year, uh, Jordan Walker, uh, rookie, young guy. I believe he's. You, you heard him say we. You heard him say we. He, we I'm a part of the squad. Yeah, he's on the squad. He's like, I paid. I paid for I some support. of their clothing. Yeah, so. I've been there. I've been there. So, um, but they they called him up, and uh, I believe he's 19, maybe 20. Like he's mm -hmm. young, like mm -hmm. very very young. But I mean, he's not built like he's, he's a young. big boy. Yeah. But yeah, he he's young. But uh, they call him up. Uh, to start the year, um, and he actually you know, statistically did really well, um, mm -hmm. especially to considering his age and yeah. uh, getting thrown into the limelight. Opening day, Cardinals are you know historically a pretty good franchise, and so mm. um, they put a lot of pressure on some of those guys. And so he actually did he, he did really well. Mm -hmm. um, but then they sent him down, you know, after a few weeks. Spoken like a true fan. Keep yeah. going. <laughs> and so then they sent him down after a few weeks, and everybody was all worked up. You know, mm -hmm. why are we sending him down? He, I think he was hitting either 300 or just under 300. Yeah. Um, and then they sent him down, and the reasoning why was uh, to elevate the ball was really the, the mm -hmm. headline. Like, well, well, that came out much later, though, right? In the no, beginning? Or that no, came out from the get-go? Yeah, when they get -go. sent him down, oh, okay. he needed to learn how to, how to hit for power. Wow. He was hitting balls hard, but hit for power, as in like, hey, you're hitting yeah. balls 100. They're yeah. all singles. Got it. And you're, you know, six five, six six, two hundred something. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know, want you and, on first. And Got it. two, mm -hmm. you know, for him, where he needs to be in the lineup mm -hmm. is the middle of the lineup. That's yeah, the goal yeah. for him. Mm -hmm. They don't want him to be a leadoff. They don't want yeah. him to hit ninth. They mm -hmm. want him to hit him five. Yeah. You know. Hey, Aaron Judge batting two. What's up? Hey, you know, two, three, four, five range. You know, yeah. and so um, they sent him back down. And two is young again. Yeah. But they baby. sent him back down to to learn how to elevate the ball and hit for power. Mm -hmm. And so they get sent back down, and everyone's all worked up. It's like he's hitting 300. He's doing his thing. Uh, also, too, there's a lot of hype around him. And so, um, and then they send him down, and then, you know, the Cardinals they got some random, you know, I say random. Most people that don't follow baseball super close don't know who they are playing outfield here and there, mm -hmm. uh, and you know him playing as well. I think that really fired some of the fans up. It's like who's this? Burleson guy playing right field when we had Jordan Walker, who's one of our top prospects, one of the top prospects, like hitting 300. And so 
Um, then he gets sent back down, does all that. And then, you know, this headline starts circulating more and more. Uh, but I think it's just starting to get more uh, public because he's down in AAA and actually starting to hit for some power. But you've seen some other things slip as he's starting mm -hmm. hitting more home runs at that level. And so, and then uh, you tagged me uh, in a tweet that someone that does a podcast, I believe it's a Cardinals strictly podcast mm -hmm. that the guy does when I looked at him. Uh, and he was like, I have, you know, my takes or my angles on it, but I'd be curious to see what your thoughts were. And so, um, so yeah, that's kind of how we got, got to this position where we wanted to talk about it is, yeah. um, sending a guy who's statistically, I mean, if you look at him, you're just like, I mean, you're hitting 300 in the bigs at 19, like what's, yeah. what's to worry about. Yeah. Um, and then, but, and I think the, the bigger controversy there that came with it is like this, let, let, lay this foundation. This happens a lot in Major League Baseball all the time uh, b between what the PD staff wants to do with a player and making changes. That happens mm -hmm. all day. That's their job is that there is to develop a player, right? right? Uh, so let's lay that foundation. This isn't, that isn't new or different. Um, there's a couple layers that I think are problematic and there's goods in here and then there's other things. I, one of the things is he's talking to the media and there's this storyline that what the PD staff wants to do with him didn't work for him mm -hmm. right he started having all these problems and then he said i went back to doing what i was doing because if i was trying to hit the ball in the air right i started hitting worse mm -hmm. and now i'm back and he's like if i'm missing the ball then who cares anyways if i'm trying to hit in the air and i start you know i'm swinging and missing then yeah. it's not good right so i <laughs> this is the first like i think that conversation with the media is him being young right like, that that does not need to be public. No. Right. The the fact that they gave you something it wasn't he should have took ownership mm -hmm. and been like, I was trying to do this, it didn't work, made some adjustments, now I'm hitting pretty well. That could have been the right off the bat, not throw, right. you know, Cardinal PD underneath. Yeah. The well bus, well, right? and too, the manager, the big league manager for the Cardinals is very young as well. Uh -huh. And he's had some issues publicly releasing things yeah. that probably shouldn't have been out. Yeah. Um, Elephant in the room. We're all, uh, me and Cody are also young. Right? Yeah, um, yeah. I'm a little yeah. bit older, a little, young little for bit his salted position, more than him. You know, yeah. young for his position. But, like, yeah. I, I believe he was still in his 30s. Yeah. Like 38 when he took the head job yeah. last year. Like, Yachty was older than him. Yeah. Year. And I think there's just those levels, right? Like, again, for example, like, let's say that's happening with like Derek Jeter. He's going to handle that differently. Right. Right. Uh, comparatively to a young rookie, some of these other things. Right. And also, too, I don't know the ins and outs. Maybe, you know, he went back and forth and he was a little salty towards the staff yeah. or whatever was right. going on. But I think that that's a whole, separate issue comparatively to the other part of that conversation mm -hmm. so I, I do think that that part is a lot of people haven't talked about that yet it's just like i don't know if that necessarily needs to be public there's things every single year that pro guys that get told by their pd staff and they try to go a direction and it doesn't work and they're oh, that happens everywhere mm -hmm. all the time and there's also a whole bunch of stories where pd recommends this they do this way and they go and if you also too let me not run by that i'm saying uh pd is player development mm -hmm. let me run by that if you don't know that acronym yeah. is player development so their player development staff um works with a lot of hitters and it's made obviously a lot of big leaguers that made adjustments and developed them and all these other things but also too it doesn't always go that way right there's a lot of times where things don't work and they have to go a different direction. So there's all of that as well. So the, um, I think that's a whole nother conversation. So I just wanted to get that out of the way before yeah. we kind of move into the actual meat and potatoes. The other thing is, is then you have a whole bunch big group of people. Um, all the, I always like to say like some of the old heads that are misinformed mm. that then go into launch angle swing, 
right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So again, if you haven't listened and you're new on the pod, I'm just going to lay this out for you real quick. Hitting the ball in the air, right, at a higher launch angle doesn't mean that you start uppercutting. Mm. Okay. And that's why as a PD staff, you got to be very careful when you're talking about someone hitting the ball in the air. There's a big difference between attack angle and launch angle, right? Is again, if this is when you're more early on the podcast here, right? A lot of our, you know, most of the people that listen to our podcast are a little bit more informed, but if not, let me start from that base. Launch angle is the angle in which the ball is leaving the bat. Mm -hmm. So then most people think, well, then I'm just going to swing up on it and I'll hit the ball in the air. Okay. No, no. A lot of people swing up on balls, clip the top of the ball and have negative launch angles where the ball, they hit a lot of ground balls, even though they're swinging up. So it doesn't mean just because you're swinging up that the ball is going to go up. Right. Um, and just because you're swinging down doesn't mean the ball is going to go down. Right. Um, obviously there's all of these things. And also that's why we manage and what is relative down, relative up at what point going into contact. That's why we measure attack angle. So what we do is we measure obviously the bat moving through the zone and what angle it is, is, is it going up as it's going in the contact right. or is it going down, which is negative or zero is perfectly flat and no zero is not good. We can measure that. And no negative is not good. We can measure that unless Nikki PM will give you a shot right now, unless you a slapper. All right. Yeah. As a, you want the ball on the ground and, and in certain scenarios and all the things, but we're not talking about any of that. We're talking about selectively, mm -hmm. right. Or, or in general, I should more say in general, a philosophy of how I want to hit, not situationally, right. But just my normal swing. Okay, so now we got some of that context out of the yeah. way, right? So what I believe from his interpretation, which I think is a little bit different than how it's been taken because a lot of people are going, oh, see, those launch angles swings don't work. That's why it wasn't working for him. He had to go back to swinging down and da-da-da-da-da, and that was his issue. Okay, well, yes, but you're also missing things. Also from the opposite side, a whole bunch of people going, well, you know, um, it's not that, you know, swinging up is bad. You know, there's something else going on, like all these other things. Okay, you have that other little camp there too. My start of the convo is like where I, I know that me and you were going to kind of head with this too as well is we know from training athletes, when you say get your hands back, five of them are going to do different things, right. okay? Some of them are going to push their hands back. Some of them are just going to leave them there like Acuna. Some of them are going to scap load. Some of them are gonna, like, they're going to sway. All of these things are going to go into when you say, hey, like, get your hands back, right? Some of them are going to go really high, right. right, even though they think they're bringing their hands back. Okay, so the cue is not it. It's the interpretation of the cue that's really important, right? So you get back into that, right, and you say, hey, I need you, we need you to start hitting the ball more in the air. Well, if that was... If that was, which we don't know, the extent of that PD conversation, mm -hmm. right? It sounds to me like Jordan took that as swing up. Yeah. Rather than figure out how we need to figure out how we can get your ball to have a higher launch angle, right? Because that is a thing too. So this is, again, let's throw this context. If you don't believe in launch angle or any of these other things, first off, there is no believing or not believing in launch angle. Let me tell you why that's a, a ridiculous take, right? If you bunt the ball, there is a launch angle. Remember, it is the angle in which the ball is leaving the bat. So post-contact, you hit a ground ball, that has a launch angle. You hit a bunt, that has a launch angle. You hit a home run, that has a launch angle. Um, every home run is hit between 20 degrees and 40 degrees every home run in the big leagues, right? Or, or sorry, 
I, I apologize. 96%, right? And this is actual math when I looked the other year, uh, a couple years ago. 96% of all the home runs in the big leagues were between 20 and 40 degrees. There's mm -hmm. some that are slightly above 40 and some that are slightly below 20, which typically is like Stanton, Judge. Some of those yeah. guys are hitting balls at ridiculous speeds um, and also playing in ballparks that have really low walls, things yeah. like that. Um, okay. Now, also too, um, I had to talk to this about with a coach before too, Again, launch angles, why is launch angle important and all those other things? Why do we monitor it, right? Is, for example, when you're telling guys to hit line drives, that is a launch angle. There is a degree and we can measure this, right? So if you go and look, I, I did years ago, you go and look, uh, every MLB hitter between 10 and 15 degrees when balls are hit off the bat, um, they are averaging, averaging, listen to me, every hitter in the entire MLB is averaging over 700. I think there's one of those degrees. It's like 10 degrees. I think it's slightly below like 700. Okay, so think about that. What am I saying here? This is a testament to the old school guys. Mm. Line drives play at every level. Line drives play. They, they're singles, right? They can be doubles, all those things. Line, line drives play. The ball's hit on the line. It's harder to catch. It's harder, you know, again, the ball's moving usually at a faster rate of speed because you're more on a collision course, direct collision course with the ball. Ball's coming down between five and eight degrees. You're hitting it with a slightly up angle, almost making perfectly flush contact, mm -hmm. hitting a line drive. Like those, a lot of hits, right? Even in the MLB, a crazy amount. Okay, so that context is out of the way. So now, again, when we move into that, right? I think the real conversation it is about, and what I think the com I think the point of this pod that I wanted to have with you is the importance of how to have that conversation mm -hmm. is how, when that is a real thing that he is hitting the ball really low. If you look at his numbers, he does hit the ball really low and he gets a lot of outs because he's hitting the ball too low and, or loses a lot of power numbers mm -hmm. slugging when it comes into, cause he hits less doubles and he has less home runs because he's hitting the ball so low, mm -hmm. right? That is a thing that we can measure and we can see that the best hitters do this better and he wasn't doing that. Right. So they're having that conversation. That's not the problem. The problem is, is the interpretation and how the communication is happening. And what I feel like failed to happen just from his comments and how he speaks about it mm -hmm. is that he is not in the interpretation, whoever the PD and whoever is speaking to him about these things, it did not get through to him that hitting the ball in the air doesn't mean intuitively that I need to increase my attack angle mm -hmm. so that I can hit the ball higher in the air, which is what people get confused all the time mm -hmm. in and outside of the sport, especially fans mm -hmm. dramatically, which is yeah. why we talked about that in the beginning, but go ahead. Yeah, no, and too, just that, like, that communication is... Well, I mean, the big league staff and the AAA staff, like, while there probably is communication yeah. between them, like, there's less than, yeah, much yeah. less. So, I mean, then people would how think. the the two staffs might help him do that might yeah. be different too. 100%. And so, like, what you're saying, even just getting that point across, like, yeah. maybe the big league staff was just as simple and plain and simple, like, hey, yeah. like, we need you to hit the ball in the air. Right. And then yeah. he goes down to AAA and how they're trying to get him to hit it in the air isn't working. Yeah. Right. I don't know the conversation. For sure. So, maybe it's as, you know, For simple sure. as that too. And, and another thing might be a lot of times people go to, cause I know that this was a comment that was thrown in there. Well, that has everything to do with contact point mm -hmm. and X, Y, and Z. And it has nothing to do with actually changing his swing. 
that's incomplete as well. Mm-hmm. That 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 is an incomplete understanding of what he, what actually creates those angles. Mm-hmm. It's yes, contact point does it, in a vacuum in a perfect world. You would think, oh, I just hit it more out front, and I'm gonna I have a more likelihood to hit it in the air. But that's just not true across the yeah. board, right? Hitting it more out front, that hitter can start pulling off the ball and actually get flatter. Yeah. That is not always the case. And again, yes, generally hitting it more out front can be, but also too, what if you and and this happens a lot. People think that you just assume that everybody has good direction and they're moving through the middle part of the field. Their barrel is chasing the ball out of the zone yeah. and m- most hitters it's not. Right. Um, and so because that being the case, it, it may not be just a contact point, which I think when looking at his swing, that yeah. that is not the problem right. um, of why he's hitting the ball so low. Um, you even notated, you know, and I, I was going to have you open that part up is you notated how he moved and what, how, like, and with that, and then I was going to explain how that creates a attack. Yeah, well, I mean, just watching him, if I was training an athlete that moves similar to him, which we have, mm-hmm. I would Plenty. very rarely would I ever say, hey, hit the ball out front. Correct. Like, just because of the angles he's creating. Correct. Like, he strides open, yep. one, which, two, not that striding open, you know, is the devil, right? But no. he strides open. No, he gets matched he, up with that movement yeah, profile. It's yeah, right. He, he's he's striding open. He's getting stuck on his backside and, you know, yeah. back yanking, pulling his shoulder, leaning yeah. back, whatever terminology, yeah. hanging back. But right? what do you mean, Cody? He's one of the best <laughs> prospects in baseball. I thought I thought he moves. He should yeah. move best, the best I mean, out of everybody. Yeah, I mean, he's a really good athlete for sure. Yeah, and <laughs> humongous. Know? Yeah, he's huge. Humongous, yeah. dude. Well, and he's huge. huge. I mean, if me and him go go hit, he can miss hit a ball as hard as I can hit a ball flush. Like, Correct. 170 pounds. Yeah. And, that, and I'm tapping into my, you know size a little uh, bit you know it's like uh, I, I can't miss hit a ball like him like yeah. he can go hit miss hit a ball 95 100 you know and two i mean that's that that's why he's able to play at the level he is partially yeah. too right for sure is you know his misses are you know they're good they're still hard yeah they're still yeah. hard and so but i mean he's striding open which is already creating that angle that orientation and then he's uh he really doesn't you know he doesn't um Again, his if you were to tell him to hit the ball out front, like you were saying, some people get flatter. He gets really steep and vertical, like up with his path. Yeah, he right? comes out of yeah. the zone and to so, his left. And then again, yes. as as he starts as he starts hitting the ball more and more out front like that, he actually starts top spinning a lot of balls, he's snap hooking. So a lot right, of balls. he's hitting right. line drives at. Yeah. 10 his barrel's going up, but he's clipping a lot yeah, of times clipping. on top of the ball. And then uh, the next argument would be, well, then just tell him to aim lower. Okay. That, yeah. th- again, now, that great. If you knew exactly what's coming, too. well, what happens when it's a slider? Mm. What happens when it's these other things? And you're, you're just thinking about when everything's in a perfect world. Again, his movement profile would identify for me, again, looking at him, is that uh, I think it's the the – the visual to give in everybody's head is that uh oh since we have a, a bat right here you want to mm. hand me hand me that thing oh it's stuck in that there you go okay so again if you're not watching go watch okay but just visualize this in your head so i have a bat in my hand so the bat when you swing it it moves in a pendulum right there is a uh in a, in a arc right nikki p <laughs> <laughs> so in an arc right so there is uh there is a down part of that arc there is a level part of that arc and there is an up. When a hitter delays a barrel turn, mm-hmm. strides open, does all those other things with how he creates force and that type of movement profile, 
the barrel is going to be moving at a down for a longer period in time because as he's turning, the barrel is coming with him and it's not, it, it isn't turning, it's being dragged. Mm -hmm. And so when it's being dragged and then again, he starts to turn, that down is delayed. And so he's going to have that down happen when he's going in the contact. Okay. Also because his direction is bad, right? Or again, not bad. It's not ideal, I guess yeah, I would say. Is be. that he has enough direction, obviously, where he's hitting and he's having success as a hitter. All these yeah. things. It doesn't mean that he's not doing enough right to have success mm -hmm. in his own right. But right. again, do I think he's going to go in the big leagues and bat 300 every year and hit 20 jacks? Like, not right now, mm -hmm. right? Like, and again, even if he did it for a couple years, it doesn't mean that he's going to, you know, and long and be able to do that. And so because of that, like you're saying, where he, he has to hit the ball deeper in the zone, but that creates a lower launch angle, mm -hmm. a more negative attack angle. Mm -hmm. um, if it's truly negative or not, you know, on some, obviously on some balls it will be and other ones it won't be. Um, but again, that's a guy where you can't just change point of contact. Right. Right. And you can't just say hit it in the air. Right. Because then he starts trying to make that arc happen way earlier and he yeah. starts dumping his back shoulder to do it, mm -hmm. starts trying to lift. Now his direction, his spacing's bad. He's having all these other issues. And so like how you were going about trying to fix that mm -hmm. is more so the issue. The information, in my opinion, that he was told like, hey, to hit for more power, you know, again, you're not going to be able to hit. You know, even if you're hitting the ball this hard at this angle, you're going to have a lot less uh, power. Mm -hmm. Um because of again how you're actually creating that force is going to give you a lower uh on your spray chart you're gonna have a just lower launch angles or you know mm -hmm. batted ball profile is gonna uh, yeah. elude that yeah yeah and too i don't know the exact breakdown in numbers but just watching him when i did watch him which yeah. was not as much as you know, i'm sure some fans yeah but i mean he really struggled with sliders yeah he just really struggled with sliders that were down in the zone i mean if it was a yeah. bad one somebody somebody just said though cody like we all struggle with sliders well, no, yeah. no 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 comparatively to the rest of the league Comparatively to the rest and of the league. the other pitches that he got, yes. comparatively, he struggled he, with sliders. Yeah, historically, just like other guys. Like, again, for example, this is how you look at this. You compare across the board. So, for example, there's certain hitters. Every hitter struggles with balls up in the zone. Mm -hmm. Every hitter struggles with balls down and away from them. But, comparatively to other hitters, right, they struggle more, mm -hmm. right? And that's how you know that there's a, a, you know, again, there's something else going on. Comparatively to everybody else, they also miss those things um, as well, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, and so like that, that's the, that's more the issue, like you said, right? Is like, people want it to be so simple. Oh, just move point of contact up. Oh, change where you're hitting on the ball. Oh, um, you know, just change your approach just to hit it higher in the air. Why can't I just mm -hmm. think hit it higher in the air and I'm gonna have better results? It's not that simple. Right. At, Maybe when you're giving externals to that and you've had success with that with like a 10-year-old or 12-year-old, you think that that's that simple at the big league level and it's not. Yeah. Um, there is much more that goes into it and that some of the things I pointed out is some of the complexity to it. Mm -hmm. But also too, everybody wants this simple solution when it's it's not that simple. Mm -hmm. it, uh, it goes back to how he creates force, right? It's causing the same thing that you love about him mm -hmm. is the same problem he's hit. He, the reason how he creates force is the reason he hits the ball so low. Mm -hmm. They're they're tied together. Right. Right? Not that you can't create more force and hit it at a higher angle. Hitters do it every single day. Mm -hmm. But how he creates force is what is causing him to hit balls right. at a lower angle. Yeah. And too, he's a really really good athlete, large yeah. like large human being, um creates elite speeds, I'm going to assume mm -hmm. everything, right? And so as he starts struggling a little bit the typical 
reaction is to try harder, press a little bit more, do things with more force, more intent, right? And how he's doing it, like we kind of mentioned the other day, is like his path is it's very steep and left mm. out in front, right? Yeah. He doesn't have a much much adjustability. His direction is not as good as it could be. Yeah. Yeah, um, he doesn't have like, a traditional like or whatever we would say like an in to out path, right. with, you know, good space, really good direction. Yeah. But he does enough right. Yeah. And, at, and he plays at a level, right? And this is the other thing too, right? And good on, good on the PD staff, right? To not rush something right. like that and also it. identify, hey, we know by looking at all these other players, great, you're having these stats right now, you're having this success right now, mm -hmm. but we know mm -hmm. either you're just a supreme outlier that has never existed in the MLB yeah. and or when you actually play up here when we get the large sample size like we are, you're yeah. going to be like these other guys that Very when you close. hit balls this hard at this angle, it's going to produce these outcomes. Yeah. Which too, and, and experience, that's just, you know, kind of just basic ball flight. You've had working with, you know, pro guys is, I mean, AAA, you run into that. It's like, sometimes the pitchers are working on something. Like, yeah. Like they, they're not, not trying to get you out. Yeah. But they're also like, working on their sinker. Yeah. You know, whatever it lot, is that or their curve right, or their the time. And it's like, or their location on the outside part of the plate. The slider low and away. Like that's all he's going to get. Like sure. I, I was showing one of our guys out there, um, his swing and was kind of giving him a visual. Cause I was like, this is a comp. And the first video I pulled up was like the pitcher threw him four straight sliders. He struck out. Mm. It's like, that's what he struggled with. But yeah. So, I mean, I, I think too, it's like kind of like your mention is like, I almost feel like it's protecting him in a way too, mm. where, you know, they're able to recognize this and he had his success. But again, as people started to catch on, maybe the rest of the year might've been a long year for him. Yeah. Um, and that could have really hurt his long-term or the macro. Mm. Uh, confidence wise and two don't know just throwing stuff out there and two they have guys up at the big league level that have played at that level and had some success like you know you got like a Tyler O'Neill out there you have like mm. a Tommy Edmond on that team that can play out there and so it's like you got guys that can oh, you play. mean outfield yeah and I, I thought you were just referencing like the the vets on the team I'm like I'm like I'm like you didn't mention uh Goldsmith or Aaron no like, like outfielders oh. I mean yeah, you got you, yeah. and then you got Dylan Carlson and yeah you know you got some guys that can play out there for sure that have done it mm. at a pretty high level at the big league level so yeah. I mean it, it it's not like he's forced to have to play at that level right yeah now. like they got guys that can produce well enough for sure out there uh to give him some time you know and so in a way protecting him in my opinion yeah. uh where people can get all worked up all they yeah. want but well and then we also don't know like behind the scenes too when it comes into um and you can look some of these things up but like you know clock or any of the things where like they're trying to manipulate you know time and all those other things but again obviously they had an intent with sending him down to like work on that specifically just like when you send a pitcher down to work on a certain pitch or whatever mm -hmm. they had a plan of what they were they wanted to work on him with um now the other question i would say that brings up into it as well is he said that he went back to doing what he was doing and he started having some of the success so i also want to notate that and then go yeah well see he went back to just trying to hit line drives and all these other things okay look he was already having success in AAA. Mm -hmm. That's why he got called up and why he's one of the top prospects in baseball. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't mean that what he was doing isn't going to work at that level. And also what works at that level. For example, he, someone might look at his stats and go, oh, he's, let's say he was batting at the end of the year. They look up his stats and go, oh, he batted 320 with 25 jacks. Okay. You know how many people on the same side of that? You know how many guys I've hit in 45 jacks yeah. in AAA? You know how many guys that on the same side of that, like, 
are are batting in those ranges, right? In AAA, that one will either never be a big leaguer. I know, I again, I've trained guys, right? Mm-hmm. Off the top of my head, the same thing too, that have hit 40-something jacks in AAA and have, uh, can never play in the big leagues, right? And not meaning that they couldn't if they changed things, but like they haven't historically been good mm-hmm. at that next level because they strike out way too much, right. right? Because again, maybe they are do have a crazy attack angle or maybe they do have crazy attack angle and bad angles when they don't have good direction and they can't be, they have no adjustability out front right. or all these other things that come into at that next level. And you also got to remember, everybody thinks, oh, AAA is right underneath MLB and they think it's like, oh, it's just the next step. No, no, no. The difference between AAA and the big leagues is dramatic. Mm-hmm. And the reason that that is, is because think about it, still in the major leagues on that same side of that there's guys that will go up and get called back down because of injuries all these other things that are happening but like you said not only is the game strategy very different because of what's actually at what you're trying to play for because you're trying to win at the mlb level with your minor leagues it doesn't really matter right um but the other part with that as well is that again you're not facing big leaguers Everybody in the big leagues is a big leaguer, mm-hmm. right? Everybody in AAA is trying to get to the big leagues. So you're only facing, again, just like you do at lower levels, a fraction of the guys mm-hmm. that are actually big league pitchers, right? Right, And that actually have plus stuff all the way around, when I say plus in comparison to MLB, right? Mm-hmm. Not, And again, and the reason I say this, right, this isn't me just coming off the top of my head. Like, again, if you have pro guys, right, and guys that have played at both levels and have gone from AAA to MLB, that's a very big adjustment for them to make. Right. It's a massive adjustment. You're not facing one pitcher a night that is a big leaguer. And what happens is that one guy is just off that night. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't just bring in somebody else that is you know, another MLB player that's right right underneath it. Instead, it's another minor leaguer, right, that also might be working on his stuff. And again, instead of facing 92, right, well, the big leagues, you're seeing 98 all the time. You're seeing 97 all the time. You're seeing way more velo with plus extra stuff, right, secondaries and all that other stuff um, that are coming with it too. So those, as a general person, you're thinking, oh, it's just one level in between. No, 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 like this isn't little league where you went from like, minors to majors right. right like this is this isn't going from 14u to 15u like this is a major transition from and again slight differences but major differences in outcome mm-hmm. and so like for example you might be slightly better than this other guy when it comes into actual talent right but because it's played over such a long season that those differences are amplified to the max. Mm-hmm. If they only played 10 games, yeah. it'd be a much different thing. Right. If they're playing since they play 162 games. And again, when those percentages play out over time, yeah. guess what? That is 10 less home runs, 15 mm-hmm. less home runs. That is 200 more strikeouts. <laughs> yeah. That is all these other things, right? Where that slight variation is a major deal over 162 games, yeah. which is something that, you know, you have to deal with. Yeah. And that's like, uh, the analogy you use, like me and you from Vegas, we decided yeah. to walk to New York. I was thinking about that. You know, you take one, I take one misstep to the left. Yeah. On our way to New York. Yeah. The angles right? I, I, I end up way up in Canada somewhere. Yeah. You know, who knows where I end up? Like, yeah. but one step over that long period of time. Yeah. Who knows where you end up? Yeah. The orientation right? is off by a couple yeah. degrees. And it's just one there, step. But huge. if you keep going that way, one step. Yeah. One step. Heck, I keep taking one step to the left. I'm going backwards at yeah. one point. We're not, you know? we're not in a straight line. Now we've created, now we created like a triangle. Right? Yeah. Like you're so far off, right? That you're, you're walking in a whole different wrong direction. Mm-hmm. And then like that's, and it's in a slight variation of, you know, angulation of like just, mm-hmm. you know, one degree this way. Yeah. Um, and, and too, just thinking about like that, that thought process of, you're playing a big leaguer every day is I can even think back and you know, when I played a team like, of big you, leaguers, you, you yeah. play the Friday night guy in college. It's like, yeah. well, the game's two to one. 
And then you play Saturday and it's like you slowly and by the time you play Sunday, it's like 12 to 10. Yeah. You know, it's like imagine playing the Friday night guy. Or or for example, another thing. Right. So us training. uh, I've trained a lot of triple A shortstops that typically don't play short in the big leagues. They've like, you know, for example, like we said a pro in here yesterday. He's like, dude, I've only played third base. Mm-hmm. Every time I get to the big leagues, I only play third base. But he's the shortstop every night for the triple A team. <laughs> okay. Then also, too, so what happens is, is then you go to the next level, all the triple A shortstops get moved around the infield, mm-hmm. right? And you got a triple A shortstop that's playing first. You got a triple A shortstop that's playing second. You got a triple A shortstop that's playing third, right? And, you got, and then someone's got to play short, right? Yeah. And then you have those guys too. And then, yeah, it doesn't mean that that's always the case. You're going to have these big brute first basemen sometime that fit the traditional right, thing. Right. But more often than not, a lot of these guys end up changing position. So that's another thing. Now you're playing a team full of big leaguers that are all elite fielders that are all elite, all those things. So now you crush a ball and it's low. Guess what? When you hit balls low, you give everybody a chance. You give more defenders a chance to get you out. Mm -hmm. When you, again, if you hit a ball so high that no human possible could jump high enough to snag it, well, that's going to help you as well. Now also on top of that too, when you hit it far enough where no one can catch it, well, that, also helps too. Yeah. Um, and then when you hit them where they're not, right, gaps, things like that with mm-hmm. good direction through the middle part of the field, that also helps you a lot too. Mm-hmm. And so, and it, because it opens up too, as you think about the field, right? You just think about the basics of the field. The field is a arc, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> is an arc, right, Nikki P? Uh, is a arc, right, that it gets deeper in center and it gets more narrow. So what does that do? Through the middle part of the field, it creates more land for the ball to actually land, mm-hmm. right? So sometimes there's shifts and they go towards those gaps and things like that as well. Um, but again, it co- there's more ground to cover, mm-hmm. right, which is going to give you more hits and more uh, more area for them to be able to get hits. Right. So all of those things play in and all that plays into uh, your numbers when you go to that next level. And again, we have so much data now. We have so many other things that those guys are just like, hey, is there outliers that get sure X, Y, and Z, those things happen. There's always exceptions to the rule, but more often than not, 99% of people look, we have enough data to look at these grouping and say like, Hey, like these are why these type of players have success. And we also know, is there guys that are outliers like you that, that do this? Yes. But the problem is, is that guy is also the fastest guy in the league. Mm-hmm. You are not the fastest <laughs> guy in the league. You are not that type of player and you're not an elite defensive player. So that, doesn't add up very well for you right. but maybe if you were a catcher maybe you were elite shortstop maybe you were elite center fielder and you're fast and all those other things were happening too and you had all that onto it okay well now we're playing in a different land right and that's a whole nother thing you yeah know? and so yeah with all that too it's just um like you mentioned is there's definitely some things that movement wise we both look at and we're like mm. makes sense right yeah. it makes sense why they did what they did yeah. Um, and just feel like there's probably a slight disconnect of yeah. how they're trying to accomplish that. Yeah. Um, and he or, might he might have to go up and struggle. Yeah. Too. They told him that, but he's like, bro, when I was in the bigs, I've gotten 300. They think I'm going to struggle. Blah blah yeah. blah blah okay. blah. First off, go up there, prove them wrong. Great. All all great. But also too, you might need to go up, have those struggles, and go. All right. Uh-huh. Well, what do I need to change so that I can do those things? You know, and have those. You know, have that that difference and right yeah. and, and actually fix some of those issues that I might have um that they're talking about like again the mm-hmm. the, co- the team doesn't want you to play worse no 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 trying to win percent yeah especially too i mean the the cardinals are definitely they're not a not an easy fan base to please yeah you know, they're pretty hard on them and so yeah. again it's like they're 
And, and then you go and get Arenado and Goldschmidt and all these guys recently over the last three to five years. Like It looks win. like they're trying they, to win. They need to you win know, they, soon. Yeah, yes. I mean, Goldschmidt's probably done soon. Yes. You know, he's getting older. Yeah, uh, Arenado's know, also getting older. I'm, yeah, not, saying, getting older. I'm not saying that he's going to retire, but that no. he's going to be past producing at the level that he's yeah, producing. Right. And, yeah. too, he, he's at publicly base, come out and said stuff. the reason he went there and said that he was willing to go there is yeah. because the franchise historically has won and yeah. that's his he goal there. Playoffs, they want to win. He be in the playoffs and he wants to win and yeah. they haven't since he's been there. So yeah. they get to the playoffs and get bumped and so again they're not doing it to lose. Yeah. So then so. Uh, and then the, so the last thing I know that people are bringing up is like okay, well what would you change for him to do those other things? Mm-hmm. Well, okay, that's a whole deep unpacking yeah. of like again when it comes into uh, movement wise and also to what he's capable of doing. Right. Um, also, when you're in season, if that would even be your game plan while he's in the middle of season, you know, how much time you have, like all the, the, that, that takes a whole bunch of context. Now, again, a big part of that, like I said, it gets back to the basic root, how he's creating force mm-hmm. is the reason he's hitting the ball so low. Yeah. So if you take away right now, if you just purely take away how he's creating force, great, he'll create that angle, but he won't hit it, be hitting the ball as hard, mm-hmm. but that might be okay with him. And he might hit for more power, quote unquote, Number. because numbers wise, he'll hit more doubles and home run. Even though he's hitting the ball softer, he's hitting them at better angles with better spin and they're going over the wall. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Okay. If it's 116 and it goes over the wall or it's 102 and it goes over the wall, over the still wall. a home run. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Right. So again, there's plenty of hitters that hit the ball softer than him that have better power numbers, mm-hmm. right? That might have lower bat speeds than him that have better power numbers. Mm-hmm. So you got to take all of those things in, which are kind of counterintuitive to the, you know, what people would think would just being like purely off metrics or purely off these other things that, you know, that would be the extent of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's kind of the big thing there. And again, just wanted to touch on that because I know that that's probably something that yeah. you would mention. Yeah, no, and 100%. There's context. You got to see what he's capable of, yeah. you know, how he interprets things. And- yeah. You know, all that in season, out of season. But no, definitely, you know, movement wise, it's like makes sense why they did what they did yeah. and why he struggles with what he struggles just watching him. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, I'm just like I agree. I could see it. I know I know why they did what they did. I'm as a Cardinal fan, I'm not upset by it. I was like, I get it. And two, he's nineteen. Like yeah. he doesn't need to be an all star today. Yeah. Like, I, I know fans get impatient. They're like, Well, he's a top prospect in this and that. It's like yeah. he, he's nineteen still. Yeah. I, you forget. I know he's built like he's a grown man. Yeah, he's nineteen. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say the other thing too. I just realized that too on the other side of that, like what I just talked about, like for a player, a PD staff is working with a player mm-hmm. and they're having these issues. They, they again, they try to make these changes. It didn't work really well. He went back to doing what he was doing, and then I came like right, right now and I was like showing the context of like why he's struggling with this and all that thing. That's exactly just if you're interested. That's what we do when we're consulting for MLB orgs. It's the same thing. They try to do something. They were struggling with something. They're trying to figure out why that's not going to work. How, you know, why uh, when they went this way, they're having these X, Y, Z results. We, again, we're going to go that way mm-hmm. and say, hey, this is what we're seeing. This is why uh, they're having issues with this. And this is why what you've done hasn't worked uh, because this was happening or this was happening or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just want to notate that too, that again, that was like kind of a little insight of, you know, what we do with organizations and to <laughs> just betting there's probably going to be somebody from the Cardinals PD that probably ends up hearing that um, and the yeah. funniest too. So uh, yeah, that's all I got though. Yeah. Ready to pray no. out? Yep, yeah, good. Sure. Cool. Um, Dearly Father, thank you so much for uh, bringing us here today, God, and just uh, all the ways that you're showing up and guiding us. Uh, God, just open our eyes that um, all of our our, our uh, hardship is also a blessing, God, that you're uh, shaping us, informing us, um, cre- uh, developing endurance and, and uh, 
just uh, our character, God, that we can walk in and do the things you have designed for us um, and what you have for us. And we just ask that you continue to form that perspective um, so we can see the world like you do. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Well, until next time, Farm System out.